Hi guys, this is Duke Nukem. Welcome to NerdCon 1. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of NerdCon 1. My name is Nick, and I am joined today by, uh, I almost said Corey, even though he is not here, by Steve and Krista. Hey, guys. Steve! I just this... realized both your shirts. Oh, yeah, I have Xbox, he has PlayStation. That's funny. Yeah. Um, so this episode is sponsored by us, the NerdCon 1 Network, as well as GamerGoat. Um, to get a 15% discount, use code NerdCon1 over at GamerGoat. And if you want to hear more from NerdCon 1, make sure you head to www.nerdcon1.com or you can just search NerdCon 1 anywhere you listen to podcasts. So now that all that fun stuff is through and through, you know, the, the corporate mambo jambo, we're going to get down and dirty with a little bit of uh, what we're calling our favorite and least favorite games or video games slash games to film adaptation. So, Krista, why don't you uh, lead us off? Okay, so I'm going to start uh, with my... Uh, I guess I'll go back and forth. So one of my worst favorites is 2016's Assassin's Creed. Uh, they had a stellar cast and somehow like a they Fossbender. Fossbender, Marion <sighs> Cotillard, and they still managed to just it was a, it was a mess. The story wait, wait, wait. was a mess. Cotillard was in that. Yeah. And it yeah. was still terrible. It was terrible. Oh the story the God. story was a mess. It was all over the place. Like. They, they. I, I'm not entirely sure that the people who made this Assassin's Creed have even played the games, or if they just got like some weird Cliff Notes version on the internet they, and kind of ran with the it. Licenses and because looked up like it a... was like, <laughs> it was like they like tipped, like barely even touched on what like the like the concept of like, you know, uh, um, I, I was I was, was going to say Insignia Abstergo. <laughs> um, and all that stuff. So it's like they like they they barely got it. They barely understood the concept of it, and it was yeah. just a mess. And it was like they tried so hard to be like visually cool that it was like the visuals couldn't make up for how just terrible and just crappy the story was. I <sighs> like the idea of the base premise. I do. Yeah. Um. But but that's the Assassin's Creed story. That's not their story. So really, right. I guess I just like that it's Assassin's Creed, and that's what we're watching. It was just it was Assassin's Creed in the name and like the base concept, but not in the story. Like they just they 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 did not try to tie it into any of the games, or they didn't pull out of any of the games' particular no. storyline. So see, I it was, hate it was that. Its own. Yeah. And like that's fine if they wanted to make it a standalone, but then like then 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 name it something, then name it Assassin's Creed subtitle, you know, like they do with anything yeah. else, so you know it's it's kind of its own standalone. But they 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 just kind of they took the name and the logo, you know, they even they used the 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 assassin logo for everything to promote it and everything, you know. So they were really trying to harp on the fact that it is like this the video game, and it just was not. Um, and then to counter that, uh, one of my favorites that we I just talked about with the guys is 2018's Tomb Raider. Um, I actually really did like this one. I know it's kind of an unpopular opinion. I was a big fan of the re-release, the 2013 Tomb Raider, and then Shadow and Rise, the sequels that came after those. I really liked seeing Lara evolve into the badass Tomb Raider that she is in every existence of, of Tomb Raider that she's ever been in, you know, fr from the nineties, et cetera. You know, she, you never saw her learn how to do all of these things. And so that's mm -hmm. why I really liked the 2013 reboot, mm -hmm. et cetera, with the games. So this particular movie from 2018, I thought they did a really, really great job. They really, they really, they nailed the whole, like, she's an adventurer and she's always been curious and she's always been smart and she's always been strong, but just like testing her to the limits and turning her into, you know, the strong fighter that she is. I just, I loved it. And I thought that Alicia Vikander, I thought she did a great job. I think I, I, I liked it. And I know a lot of people didn't like it. I liked it a lot. It's definitely one of my favorite adaptations. I never knew how that movie was uh, received or anything. And like, it looked really cool and I haven't seen it yet, but I want to. And honestly, mostly just because Angelina Jolie isn't in it, I would want to watch it, but um... you know, okay. Can I, I I'm going to, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this and I'm, I apologize to everybody who disagrees, but the only complaint that I saw about everybody about 
Alicia Vikander is was her body. Everyone said she was too small and her boobs are too small. Well, of Which course, because Laura Cross has to have like tits out to here. Right, but like, I mean, she's also shape. she's very thin. Like she, if you watch, like I watched behind the scenes stuff, she put on a ton of muscle, but she can't literally make her body wider. She literally no. can't make her. She can just put muscle on, but she can't actually f- make her frame bigger. So she is. She's tall and she's very thin. See, well, I think I that's mean, a stupid complaint. But yeah, you but also would see that when she's younger, because you're not seeing right. her as grown as up a... Laura. That's for you, Krista. Thank uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> Croft. And I feel like that's just kind of, I mean, at this point in the world, why the heck is anyone complaining about anyone's body? Let her do her thing. Yeah. Because that's what they just do, man. That doesn't make but a character. I like it. Yeah. I like it I know. a lot. And I, I think know. that it got a lot of unnecessary crap for that. A lot of stuff gets unnecessary crap for no reason, because people are stuck in their little... You know, things have to be like this. Can I just yes. say one thing about the uh, original Tomb Raider uh, movie that came out? Um, I, I like was, them too. I like them too. Um, I, I'm actually a lot more interested in the newer one because of what you had to say about it. Because um, I haven't seen it myself either. But the one thing that I thought was kind of cool with the original Tomb Raider was, especially because I've been doing a lot of research on all games, you know, throughout the different time or game adaptations into films throughout the time that. Um, I kind of been seeing all the different box offices and that one actually came in at $274.7 million in 2001. Yeah. And those are numbers you're seeing now. I mean, um, I I saw those movies in the theater. I remember they were, they were wildly popular, but like, that was also like peak Tomb Raider. I feel like that was like the peak of like popularity Yeah, Yeah. for when those came out. And Tomb Raider's only been out for what? 94 or something like that. 94, 95, something like that. Yeah, and, and I mean, I liked them when they first came out. I went and saw them, but like, I'll admit I had bad taste when I was a kid. Not saying you guys have bad taste for liking it, but just <laughs> like, in my opinion, like, uh, I, I liked Angelina Jolie then, but as I grew up, I started realizing that like, they kind of just put her in stuff for her exotic look and not because yeah. she can act yeah. that well. I mean, she yeah. acted really well in that movie Gia, and I just wish that, or Gigi. I, I think it was. Wanted. I think it was called. I don't know. And I just wish that they could. She was like some kind of model or something, and it just showed her like going into like getting a you know addicted, and then starting to you know throw up to be skinny, and just going into this like downward spiral. And it was a good movie, and it was real in depth, and her acting was really good in it. And I just wish that she could act like that in all of her other movies. Well, that's so the I don't thing know. You, you kind of see, Maybe unfortunately, in um in action movies as compared to dramas, is in dramas you actually get to see what an actor and or actress is all about. Whereas in the action movies, you know, even to this day, there is still that stereotype in a lot of them. And thank God a lot of them are breaking away and, you know, keeping giving the female main roles and stuff like that. But it's Quint Tarantino. There. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, all, all the time. Um, one other one other thing, just to kind of talk more crap on Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed came in at 240 million. So um, which yeah, it actually like made that flop. much. Yeah, it did. But still a flop for today's standards. Yeah, but also like, how much it. did it cost to make? Because keep Too in much. mind. That's what I'm Too saying. Much. Keep in mind, you have Michael Fassbender and Marion Cotillard on top of everybody else. That I can't. There's half the budget right there. Is probably right. their like pay. Like three quarters <laughs> of the budget just for those. <laughs> All right. So then to bounce back to another of the worst is 2014's Need for Speed. Yes, I still a Need can't for believe Speed they made movie this into existed. A movie. Aaron Why? Paul was in it. Really? Was he the main mm-hmm. character? He was the main character. Oh man, he's such uh, a good actor. Again, I'm not sure if they had even seen the or played any of the games because I, I, I'm, I love Aaron Paul, but Aaron Paul ain't no Vin Diesel, and it was just a, <laughs> it was a terrible Fast and the Furious wannabe. Oh, and uh, Fast you know, and the Furious is not good. That's all I could see them so, doing with a movie like Need for Speed. Like, how could yeah. you give that a plot? Right. Like, how could but, you actually put a discernible, intelligent plot? behind that move like video game like hey guys i don't even, i think they just they just they i think they just wanted the name and i think that they had to like probably get like sony or whoever's permission to to get that to use the name they so they were like the licensing right so they were probably like need for speed like oh i haven't like they probably thought that they had come up with something really cool and then they googled like the trademark and they're like oh it's like some underground racing game like let's we can get tie the that cut. in yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
I that's all like I'm going to say about it because it's like that's really all there is to say about it. Like it was, it it wanted <laughs> it wanted to be Fast and Furious, and Fast and Furious is not that good. And if it uh -huh. wants to be something that's already not that good, you can imagine how not that good it is. Honestly, I thought the first Burn. Fast and the Furious wasn't bad when it came out, but it made sense. Terrible. Yeah, it made sense when they were just uh, street racers stealing DVD players and flat yeah, screen TVs. Yeah, but this TVs. came out 2014, so it's already like several several instances of Fast and oh, Furious yeah. later. Oh yeah, they're on, yeah, they're on like Tokyo six Drift. by then. Yeah. Oh god, we're not gonna. No. So you have another good one then too, right, Krista? I have. I actually have. I have three, and I have three. So my second okay. best was a big shock for everybody was Sonic the Hedgehog from oh, the beginning of this year. For so those good. Who don't remember so long ago, the beginning of this year that never ends. Uh, <laughs> it came out in February of this year <laughs> before the whole world shut down. Um, I'm Ish. sure it's, I'm, it's gotta be on, it's gotta be on digital by now. Do yourself a favor, watch this movie. It's, it's a good time. It's funny. It's wholesome. It's surprisingly, I can't wait for the sequel. really good. Jim Carrey makes oh. that. Oh, it was classic movie. Jim Carrey. It Jim was Carrey classic. makes that movie. It's so good. And I oh, like yeah. Ben Schwartz as the voice of Sonic. So good. James Marsden, everybody in it is so good. And the fact, like, I will give them such props. The fact that they remade their entire movie because the internet was like, no, it's ugly. Like, yeah. come on. You know, and like they, they, they could have been like, they could have been like, no, this is, this is the, we wanted to make it more realistic. This is the character model we chose. This is what we have. You know, they, they could have done anything. And they were like, no, you're right. We misrepresented what this character looks like. And they remade this movie and they killed it. Oh, it was so perfect. I don't, Steve, I don't know if you, if you even remember this video, but it was back when, when my friend Steph and I used to still do movie reviews and we could not even get through this movie review because we were laughing so hard and our faces and our yeah, sides I do hurt remember so that one. hard because we were just laughing because it was so good. It's oh, so yeah. funny. I had a feeling it would be good, but I was honestly surprised at how well shocked. they did that. And the story is really good. Like, like they really not humanize because humanize is the wrong word, but they really humanized the story of Sonic. They gave yeah. him, they gave him heart, and I loved it. I loved it. I I was I was blown away. I was really I I was shocked. I loved it. I love the backstory. Oh yeah. Uh, and then I have I have an honorable mention for each. Um, my honorable mention for my worst is Prince of Persia: Sand of T Sands of oh. Time. Oh, you jerk! Uh, and the only reason I'm gonna say that is because they cast Jake Gyllenhaal, a white dude, as the Prince of Persia. So, and mm -hmm. one of those perfect instances where an amazing actor forgot how to act. Yes, exactly. Action movie. So that's my honorable mention for worst, and my honorable mention for best is I'm throwing this out there. We talked about this before. My honorable mention is actually Ready Player One, which is not a a game adaptation of a video game, but, but it's got it a video so game many, in it. Yeah. It is it a, the whole game is it a video counts. game and it's got so many video game Easter eggs in it that I'm going to call it a video game movie and it is my honorable mention because I like it. We talked about it before, but movie. I'm gonna toss it out there. Steve, go watch it by the end of today. You that's your homework because it's so okay. good. <laughs> it's so good. You don't it get a sticker really good, if you but... don't do it, Steve. Oh, but I want a sticker. Then do it. Oh, hey, so I, I have I have a random thing to mention because of the whole uh, Sonic the Hedgehog thing. So I saw this as a meme today, and it made a lot of sense. Can we, as the nerd community, if we can band together to get Sonic fixed, can we get Amber Heard out of Aquaman 2? The fact that Johnny Depp got kicked out of uh, Fantastic, Fantastic Beasts yeah. before Amber Heard got kicked out of Aquaman pisses me off. When there's literally mountains of evidence against her. Mountains! My, my Okay, I will, I will, I will play devil's advocate, and I will say I understand why she's not going to be cut, cut out of Justice League because that shit's already filmed. But there's no reason for her to be an Aquaman too. Oh no, no, they're bringing her back to film more stuff for the Snyder but, Cut. But she, but she was already like her, that yeah, character. Yeah, because like, she was already. Oh, 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 I see what you're saying. I see. Okay, sorry, I'm dumb and I misunderstood. Right. <laughs> the right. words like, go like, not she, right. Like they're they're adding additional scenes. They're not they're not shooting a whole new film. That's true. Okay. Very that's, true. I'm not, that's what I said. I said, I said, I said, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate. No, no, no. Here, I, I, like, I get you there. The fact that she's still in Aquaman 2 is, is not okay. It, it, it is yeah. bullshit. It is bullshit. So hashtag justice for Johnny Depp. Yeah. Um, All right, so I'm going to take a quick break for uh, sponsors, and then we'll get right back to it. All right, special thanks to Gamer Goat. Uh, make sure you guys check them out. They are... Yeah, we're all ready. 
Krista, you're still a G fuel advocate, and I, I, I'm okay with it. I understand it. But um, so it's if fair. You, it's yeah, fair. <laughs> if you guys are listening in right now, we are talking about um, our favorite and least favorite video game slash game adaptations um, into films. So we just heard a bunch of about a bunch of really cool ones from Krista, including Tomb Raider, which I need to watch the new one now. Um, that's yeah, I definitely have tonight. to. I, I gotta stop putting it off and. It's, it's, I think it's even on guys, like one of the You guys got to stop stories. listening to what the internet tells you. Whoa, the screw the internet. I didn't think that movie Whoa. was going to be bad at all. <laughs> hey, Steve, you still need to watch Ready Player One, then worry about the then, new Tomb yes. Raider. Yes, watch that one first. Yes. Fair right. enough. Fair so enough. So I'm going to dig right in with mine. Um, so one of my top film adaptations, which is actually more of a miniseries, was actually Halo Forward Under Dawn. Um, you won't know much of the cast at all except for um, Anna Popowell, who you guys would know from The Chronicles of Narnia. Um, okay. Yeah, and so pretty much what this is is it's a group of UNSC cadets who are on this forward operating base uh, training facility called Forward Under Dawn. And um, it, it's a little bit more of a drama, like a teen drama in the beginning. Um, it, it's kind of neat because you do see a lot of the classic Halo um, and actually in this is where they use the warthog that took out the bulk of the budget that was supposed to be for the Halo movie itself. So you finally get to see that on screen. Um, and so what ends up happening is, is this is on the first sets of attacks from the Covenant forces. So this is before the main uh, settlements of the UNSC have been attacked by the Covenant forces. And this forward operating school um, all of a sudden comes under attack. And this gr group of UNSC cadets who are on, on the... Uh, Team Axios, I believe it is, um, are uh, pretty much trying to fight their way out. They lose a lot of them, and then all of a sudden, and I can go spoiler territory to this because it's, it's uh, came out Been in out 2012. Yeah. But um, then fucking John Spartan 117 shows up, and the cadets with John take that warthog and fucking bring the fight. And they actually did a great job. The graphics are what you would expect from a B movie. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, they weren't until great. you get to the Covenant forces. So when I say the, I, I shouldn't even say graphics. I should say prop work and costuming, because the uniforms, armor, stuff like that look like shit. I think if they had the budget <laughs> to put a little bit more CGI on top of what they had already had, it might have looked it wasn't better. That bad, man. Come on, it, it was all it, right. Like, it looked, it looked like a, like a. Like, it looked like the a, IKEA it like version. A good cosplay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like That's a fair. too shiny cosplay. <laughs> mm. Um, but I liked it, and um, I I just like seeing Halo on screen. We got promised a movie with a director that direct. Um, well, I can't think of his name right now, but the director from Lord of the Rings was supposed to direct this Peter movie. Jackson. Yeah, Peter Jackson was supposed to direct this movie, and it was gonna be a full fledged Halo movie, and it never happened. And it was really nice to have this miniseries. I know me, Corey, and his uh, cousin. Who John, who hops on, he has um, John Flats Gaming uh, watch this religiously when it came out. So that, that's my first one as far as tops. Um, I'm going to cycle over and go back to something that was stolen from me in an honorable mention, and that's Prince of Persia, The Sand of Time. <laughs> so at this point in time, I had just gotten back from Disney, and my and my little cousin had just played through an amazing amounts of uh, Prince of Persia on GameCube, which, yes, I just said I went to Disney and played more video games than I should have. Um, I was really disappointed with this movie. And not the yeah. first time around because I was younger, but as I've gone back to watch it multiple times over, I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Um, and it grossed $336.4 million. That's because people a lot of people, something good. yeah. Because a lot of people went, to, I remember, because again, I saw that in the theater, yeah. and people went to the theater thinking it was going to be this awesome adaptation of these awesome video games. And the trailers look good. Yeah. And the, the great cast is what gets the people there. And that yeah. was what the dis disappointment was in it with Assassin's Creed, or not Assassin's Creed, with, um yeah, with Assassin's Creed for you, Krista, is yeah. that you get these big names and you just, it's trash. Yeah. Not good. So, um, moving on over, I... They was know a... their movies are trash, and they need the big names. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Um, I, I mean, sometimes. Sometimes people sign on just because they want it. Um, like, even when Vin Diesel was like, I want in that game. And I'm going to throw money at it, too. I played yeah. that game. Yeah. It wasn't enough. great. Um, so, my <laughs> next uh, big one that I really enjoyed was actually Warcraft in 2016. 
So you know what? That's that's so funny you said that because that was actually one of the ones that was on my worst list I had that I eliminated when you made that smile. <laughs> like crap, she's yeah. gonna she's gonna wreck me for this. Um, yeah. <laughs> so Duncan Jones directed it. Um, it actually grossed four hundred thirty nine million dollars, which just shows you the power of the World of Warcraft community. Um, you had big names: Ben Foster, um, Robert Kaczynski, and. I, I like the storyline of it because I, I'm a big fantasy guy and I'm a big tabletop fantasy guy. Um, as nerdy as that makes me sound, um, I'm okay with it because this is NerdCon 1. Um, <laughs> so just to have that storyline on film, yeah, I'll, I'll still watch it. Yeah, I know. It's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it. Now now my my libido on this has been crashed because it was one of your worst and it's so disappointing (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry it's okay i I thought that like it just i i remember going into it like thinking it was going to be this just giant fantasy epic of like how amazing the games were and it was just like a it was the john carter of fantasy epics i will admit yeah yeah it was just like it was just okay it was okay i think you just dropped john carter i did Wow. Yeah, I went there. Okay. It was like, okay. yeah, yeah. It was like <laughs> Jupiter ascending. Like it was like it like looked cool sometimes. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and like, so, if it makes you feel better. I just don't even like World of Warcraft at all. It's fine. I I played very minimal World of Warcraft. I was more of like I, a Lord of the Rings kind of guy. I never but, owned a good computer, so who knows? Yeah, I one probably of, one of my favorite it. streamers is a World of Warcraft streamer. Like now, I mean, she she kind of bounces back and forth, but she's been playing WoW, and I would love to learn it. But there's it's there's so so much, so much to it. it. I could see that being a cool game to like watch, like a streamer do because there's so much to it. It's so chill watching her, and that's why I'm mesmerized. But it's like I could never learn it. There's so much to it. Well, it's like there's like 90 keys you need to learn. It's like okay, press like HQ and five to walk back, and then press (laughs) F five nine seven spacebar and alt to take a poop. It's not. It's not that. It's it's not that hard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but like, I'm dumb. So, like, you got to remember, like, if it's not, like, eight buttons on a controller, I'm fucked. Yeah. If it's any more than that, I'm done. (laughs) Okay, that's fair. I had to count buttons for a second. I was like, wait, how many? (laughs) All right, you're good. Um, So, my next, uh, this one is going to be on my worst list, but it's one of the ones I love to hate because we all love watching shitty movies that just are fucking funny because of it super mario brothers yes sir you were correct 1993's super mario brothers and it's so bad but i feel like it's a cult classic at this I point because it's trash so, yeah oh it's so bad it's perfect example of companies buying the licensing and having no fucking clue about the actual like anything <laughs> like <laughs> oh it was terrible yeah they really just mutilated it i mean john leguizamo and uh bob hoskins were the main characters and uh, drunk yes they were drunk the, <laughs> drunk the, the time. whole time and uh yeah you know like i'm not even gonna harp on this for a long time because i feel like <laughs> if you haven't seen it you know you shame on you um watch it laugh well, at its horrible nature and you know, uh i used get to back rent that on vhs in. from blockbuster Did yeah. You? yeah yeah I- I, I almost it would as a say kid. don't watch it because it's 2020 and that shit was what 1990 what Three, no it's oh not, man it's just not watch it for the goombas well. oh it it's didn't it didn't goombas and harmonicas it. man <laughs> i showed it to christina about four years ago and she's like what the fuck am i watching <laughs> not, i'm like just wait just wait till the goombas and then she not sees the goombas it. and it's just like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> why did you make me watch this <laughs> oh yeah yeah man it yeah, was not much. good in 1993 and is not good in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> it was great in 93. <laughs> so it's funny that we get into film adaptations of games and no one, well, we, and obviously no one, because you're going to go into tabletop games for us or board games for us, uh, Steve, there. But yeah. uh, we've got, we don't talk about Resident Evil. Oh, because I, I mean, they were good, but like I didn't, I, I liked the Resident Evil movies. Uh, but I did not play the Resident Evil games, so I can't compare them. I was the same way, and I was curious yeah. as to if, if anyone was going to be similar. Have you played, played any of the like, games? I played uh, part of one and part of three. 
I say part because I used to just mostly rent games opposed to buy them as a kid because games were fucking expensive. Fact. Even back in the day. Um, and, uh, I mean, it's definitely um, the, the the first one somewhat follows like the, the plot line at least, but like the rest just completely get out of there. And um, most of them are definitely really good to me. I mean, there's a couple like dumb moments in some of the later ones, but I mean, when you have like seven movies in a franchise, you're bound to have a couple fucky parts here and there. But like, yeah, so I, I can't really compare either. But the the movies were cool as shit. Yeah, like I yeah. love Mila, I love Mila Jovovich. Like if she's in something, chances are like I'll try to give it a watch because she's phenomenal. Yeah, like absolutely. she always puts yeah. out a stellar performance. Like I mean, you know? can we can we can we talk all about Mila Jovovich again with Monster Hunter? Because I think that that was going to be Corey's topic, and he oh, did yeah. not. Yes, Krista, yeah, take so your phone doing... farther away from your microphone. Sorry, oh, sorry, sorry. No, it's fine. I was uh, getting feedback. Oh, that's, that was, yeah, that's why my fucking yeah, headphones no, were just oh, starting to shit funny. out. I just got a text message. Sorry. Uh, yeah. So she she again is getting into the video game adaptation world, and she is doing uh, Monster Hunter, which I think comes out at the end of this year, beginning yeah. of next year, depending yeah, on yeah. COVID. I've yeah, never so played Monster Hunter. I didn't Hunter. play either. Yeah, I downloaded it on my Game Pass to play because my buddy Brian uh, has been wanting someone to play the new game with. So I've been meaning to try to get into that for the past like nine months, and eventually mm-hmm. I will, I'm sure. But um. He's a real big Monster Hunter fan, and he seemed a little weary of the movie uh, based on the trailer. I thought the trailers looked pretty good, and like I said, if Mila Jovovich is in it, I'm going to check it out. But yeah. I never played the game, so I have no basis to say, but the trailers look fucking cool. And, like, you know, I don't. Ha- cool. I don't play them either, but from what I've seen in comments and stuff, it's very inaccurate to the game. Okay. People are like, people are like, why is she using that sword in the desert? And that beast shouldn't be in the desert. Like, there's a, they're tearing it apart already, and it's just, oh, it's just trailer. You know, so it's like it could even be like completely out of context. Like, you know, mm-hmm. we don't even know yet, but people well, are tearing it apart. I guess I'm happy I'm going into it blind. Then I'll probably enjoy it more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if it's already getting torn apart like that, but also, you know, there could be some explanation. Yeah, you know, another good one was uh, Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu is great. That. I didn't I know if that lot. was technically a video game adaptation or if that was just like a Pokemon adaptation. Because Pokemon are cards and anime and video well, games. Well, Pokemon Detective was a video game. Yeah. Detective. They had a Detective, Detective Pikachu. Pikachu yeah. was a game? I don't know if it was Detective Pikachu. I think it was Pokemon Detectives. I don't know. But I've played a lot yeah. of Pokemon games, and I don't know of that particular one. But yeah, I mean, I almost, I, I was going to name that one as well because I adored Detective Pikachu. No, I, I could have sworn they had a Detective Pikachu game. I don't remember. Maybe. I mean, they've had a lot right of now, Pokemon yeah. spinoffs, so yeah. Yeah. Check, someone Google that real quick. Well, they yeah, have Detective like Let's Pikachu. Go Pikachu. Oh, okay. okay, so it was a game. So yeah, boom. Okay, hundred percent counts. Yeah. Honestly, so it was on. So many, um, no, go ahead. I was just saying, there's been so many Pokemon video games that like, it definitely counts. <laughs> this is yeah, definitely there, there, more of like that puzzle riddle kind of thing, and then it's not it's not what you would expect from an actual like Pokemon. Was game. it on like the DS or something? Uh, yes, yep. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was a handheld one. Yeah, yeah so too. Not, not, I mean, nothing really too good, dude. But it's a film adaptation. Yeah, film adaptation. So it's, we're good there. Um, I loved it. I loved yeah. Detective Pikachu. Yeah, the All story right. was really good. The graphics were really great. Um. <laughs> Mr. Mime stole that movie from oh, me. Absolutely. I loved he it. Was, loved it. Oh my god! It was just—he's the informant, and he's a mime. Just right there is just comedy fucking gold. Mm-hmm. And if you can't appreciate that, you are lifeless mm-hmm. inside. I loved. I loved yeah, Mr. Fact. Mime. I loved Psyduck. Oh loved god! All, yeah. <laughs> I loved all of it. Is the stuff that nightmares are made of. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that was a terrifying. But then again, like I've never seen like realistic like drawings of that, and it wasn't instant nightmare fuel. So I didn't really have any expectations to it not being nightmare fuel in the movie, no matter what they did. And it was nightmare fuel. Yeah. Yeah. The Bulbasaurs, though. Oh, my God. They were I mean, the there's so, there so many that were cute. Those giant eyes. Oh, man. <laughs> so Bulbasaur cute. gets shit on too much for being such an awesome, adorable Pokemon. Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur. Yep. All right. Bulba. So let's take a quick bit for our second ad break here, and then we'll be right back with a few board game to film ad- adaptations character but the dudes played Leatherface twice <laughs> and it just absolutely just loved the transition there like I, I like the broad spectrum of actors like you know um 
I never remember the guy's name, but the dude who plays the hound. Yeah, I can't think of his name either, but you, do you know what he was in literally the year before he started Game of Thrones or what? like right in the middle of it? Um, Hot Fuzz as Michael oh. Armstrong. Yarp. Holy yeah. crap. I, That's I, the hound, bro. Wow. Yeah, that was literally his role right before Game of Thrones. And it's just like, how do you go from that to one of the most in-depth characters in one of the greatest shows to ever exist? Like, right. <laughs> um, so we are back live. And special thanks to um, GamerGoat for sponsoring this episode yet again. Um, so now we are going to turn this right over to you, Steve. And we're going to talk a little bit about uh, board game to film adaptations. Yeah, you would think that board games wouldn't make good movies, and <laughs> I've only it's... seen one. <laughs> what would Jumanji? Oh, oh no! So I've seen two. I've seen Clue. Oh yeah, that's Jumanji. actually that is actually my favorite board game to movie. Movie is the Clue movie because I worship Tim Curry as a godlike mythical deity <laughs> and he is just oh my god he makes that entire movie i mean it's got good people in it but that, that was not on purpose i'm sorry oh <laughs> it's cool Krista, don't worry <laughs> like oh man she's really throwing the shade uh, right now i looked over at it real quick i, I, I was like holy shit I didn't shake the bottle next to the mic so i shook it off here I'm, i was not <laughs> that's fine that is fine oh <laughs> uh, that was just that was beautiful <laughs> we are not um, sponsored or influenced by g fuel at all i'm not either i just like <laughs> I, I just like it's it. just tasty it's yeah. fair it's fair enough it's fair enough but yeah so clue just i mean anything with tim curry's gold anything with tim curry is gold and that movie is just absolutely gold but what i do have to talk about is did anybody hear that they're remaking it with ryan reynolds i did not but that's amazing i, yeah. I am so <laughs> stoked for it because ryan reynolds is a national treasure to me that man is just a golden personality in all aspects of his life and um i really think that he could do justice to the butler role and really like live up to like what tim curry did with it back in the day mm -hmm. um i don't exactly know when it's supposed to be coming out uh i don't even think they started on anything i remember he got announced i think early this year that they were in talks or something so who knows it could fall through but i'm excited to see it if it comes out and i hope it does because that's definitely a movie that I could see being remade really fun nowadays mm -hmm. and even making it, uh, you know, even a little, I mean, God, it was vulgar enough back in the day. So I don't really know how they could kind of up it a little bit. Cause, uh, I was surprised how raunchy that movie got at some points, but <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's gold right there. That's gold right there. Um, so another one that now, yeah, this is just timeless class with robin williams rest in peace um so I, I i haven't seen the third one yet but i did end up watching the second one with the rock and jack black and stuff and uh it wasn't bad but i wasn't a huge fan but it did keep me entertained enough through it where i'm gonna probably give the uh third one a shot um I just really like when Kevin Hart and The Rock are together. So it was yeah. worth it just to see them uh, acting together because they're just. <laughs> uh, to, I find that I find that to be a little unfortunate because I love Jumanji with Robin Williams and I loved the new Jumanji. I loved yes. both of them. Yeah. I thought that they were so funny and I oh, yeah, loved the first that, one they, was amazing. that they that they kept with. Like they they honored the original without like disrespecting it by trying to remake it. Yeah, I did like the little nod they had, and they showed Alan Parrish's um, like hut and everything that mm. that kid was using. Um, I think I've only seen it once, so I maybe I just they, gotta give it another watch. There was there, I believe there's a total of three references to Alan Parrish in the first. I one. think you're right. Is there? Yeah. 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 Like they they oh, mentioned shit. something about like a factory worker from like the forties or something. Like they 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 throw it out there for like a minute. That's where I caught that, where I realized yeah, it was I'll happening. Yeah, it a, I'll have to give it another watch yeah. sometime. Yeah. What I liked was how the game itself transformed. It realized that they weren't going to play with it as a board game mm -hmm. anymore, so it turned itself into a video game. I thought that was really neat. 
see, at first, I thought that that was dumb as shit when I saw the trailers. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember I was a talking lot of to Krista said, about yeah. it. Yeah. And I remember uh, I asked you about that and you mentioned it to me. And I just like went off on how dumb I thought that was. But upon watching the movie and seeing how they did it, totally made sense. Yeah. Totally made sense. The, the, I totally get what you were saying. It. Yeah. It, it definitely made a lot more sense than I think I was interpreting it in my head. Um, but I, I, I did end up liking when I saw it, how they did that transition. Um, so you're right again on that, Krista. Um, <laughs> I mean, just like, trust me when I tell you to watch a movie. Uh, but I'm so weary about some things and I get like, I'm normal people. I get in my little rut and I'm like, ah, Robin Williams, ah, precious, you know. <laughs> hey, you know what? Will Smith did a great job too. I disagree. You are an evil person. Sorry, phenomenal. man. He, he, he can't fucking sing. He should have just been the rapping genie. He can't sing at all. It was just, I, I don't know. It's funny you say that because my favorite part of like all the musicals uh, parts he was in was when he broke it down in the Prince Ali song. Like once that, the bass dropped and I'm like, yes, that right there is Fresh Prince because see, I down to his that. body that language like and everything. Part. That was the only part of it that I really liked for Will Smith. But I'm a Disney guy, and I think he does. I, I, Aladdin, I like Aladdin is my favorite Disney movie. Same and, here. Like, we don't have enough time for me to talk about how much the live action disrespected Aladdin. Oh, God, Krista, <laughs> let's do a Cinephile Saturdays where oh, we talk God. about the live action Disneys. Okay. I'll have the mute button ready. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, don't watch uh, this one. <laughs> I have Such to produce dis- it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, you're right. <laughs> I'm just going to cut this, clip this, guys. We have five-minute episode this week. <laughs> it's literally just me and Krista going, and, um, uh, ooh, uh, ooh, uh, and then, hey, commercial. Okay, we're good. Well, and that was and good. He, made it, he, like, he literally cuts it apart, and it's like one sentence where it's like, I like Aladdin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like three different... It was great. <laughs> Best movie ever. Ever. <laughs> God. <laughs> and I'm like moving like this. <laughs> you know where they did a great job was on Broadway. Um, oh, we yeah, went man. and saw it, and the original genie who played it on Broadway, it was his first night back. And that, I mean, that genie right there took the freaking stage. I cannot for the life of me think of his name because I didn't prepare for board games. Steve. <laughs> But hey man, I gotta keep it, you know. Wait, we're not even ta- we're talking Aladdin now. We're yeah, I know. Off. I wouldn't have been yeah, so anyway. far off. <laughs> but um, I they did a great job, and I mean, you could tell he really enjoyed it, and the cast love having him there. Um, but what else you got for board games? Anything? Complete side note: since you said musicals, if you guys want to feel really uncomfortable, watch Shrek the musical. No. Just Donkey do it. Donkey scares Nick. you. It's, it's, he scares me. I've seen it. Oh, it's frightening, isn't it? it yeah. I came across yeah. it on YouTube. I came across it on YouTube the other day, and I'm just like, "What the fuck?" But um, okay, I digress. Okay, so um, another one that uh, I'm iffy on because it's got some people that I'm not fond of in, but it was done by the people who did Jumanji: Zathura, a space adventure. Yep. From, uh, I think it came out in 2005. Yeah, I think so. Isn't um, Kristen? Stewart in that? She she totally was, but she's she frozen. Was, yeah. She's frozen for half the movie, so it's okay. Like she's there for like ten minutes, and then she gets frozen, and then it's like okay, cool. Like we could just forget about her for a hot second. But yeah, it's got her and Dax Shepard in it, and like I kind of think that Dax Shepard is like the dirty socks of people, but he makes me laugh sometimes. I know that comparison probably falls a million miles short from making sense, but I understand it, and that's all we need to go on. Um, okay. <laughs> but uh, it's got that uh, it's got that kid from the Hunger Games in it, that Hutchinson Oh, Josh kid. Hutcherson. Yeah, yeah, and it's him as a little kid, and uh, I, I like him, and it's a cool concept as a movie, and when I first saw it, I was just like, man, like I bought it for my kid when he was little because it, it looked cool, so I was like, okay, you know, space movie, ooh, let's watch it. And it was like five bucks at FYA. So I was like, yeah, fuck it. We'll do that. And then I'm watching. I'm like, this is just a fucking ripoff of Jumanji. Who's getting sued over this? And then I found out that the people who did Jumanji did this. And I'm like, oh, they just can't come up with any other ideas. I got it. Okay. Yeah, it was just um, a space version. Yeah, it was just space Jumanji. Yeah. But <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's not 
it's not terrible. There's just some, you know, really cheesy shit to it. So, like, I'm on, like, a hit or miss. Like, I watch it every once in a while, and I'm entertained. But, like, I can't figure out if it's a bad movie or not. It's too cutesy. It is a little cutesy. Um, That's okay. (laughs) I mean, mean, Jumanji was kind of cutesy. Not like that. Not like that. Okay, fair enough. But... (laughs) Like I had Whatever. nightmares about those, like those mosquito things. Oh God, those were so great. You imagine a kid watching that now with like Zika virus and stuff like that, and being so talked about <laughs> in school. Like you could give oh, a kid that's... a freaking seizure from watching that. That's terrible. Yeah, that's terrible. All right, so um, I had one plan I was gonna shit on, but I think I'm gonna shit on another one. Um, <laughs> so because I talked about a good video game movie The Rock was in. I'm going to talk about a bad video game movie. Well, a board game, but now a bad video game. Doom from, like, 2003 or Oh, something. his Doom was not good. Oh, yeah. no. Have you seen the new one that just came out, Doom Annihilation? It actually has worse graphics than the old one. It's like everything that a sci-fi movie shouldn't be. Oh, but wait. I... That came out like recently, right? Like yeah, like, I yeah. Think la- like last year, this year, right. Doom Annihilation. I remember that people were sp- like tweeting about how this was going to be the best worst movie ever. Like it was going to be so bad, but it was going to be so good because it was so bad. Is no, that? No, it was just it was. Movie? Yeah, but it was just terrible. There was nothing so bad, so good. Like oh, I okay. Fell it's because there was no Goombas. Asleep. No, <laughs> I fell asleep during this shit twice, and wow. I watched it in the middle of the day. Like, I was gonna ask you like time frame. Yeah, like like four in the afternoon, like wide awake. So yeah, it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. But like honestly, in comparison, I would rather watch the one with Carl Urban and The Rock. Like I'd much rather watch that, mostly because Carl Urban. I didn't really uh-huh. like The Rock's character in it. It was one of the first times he was really like a douchebag acting outside of wrestling and it kind of yeah. threw me off because usually he's always in these like i'm a good Feel guy good. roles yeah yeah so and then i saw that i'm just like dude you need to chill the fuck out but like, <laughs> carl carl urban was great as always it was weird hearing him like not as australian as he is he's australian right yeah he's australian yeah. i believe so yeah i'm trying to think i'm like is the boys actually his accent <laughs> Well, it's like I the guy who so. plays House. It always throws me off when you hear him with his real accent. Hugh oh, Laurie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, speaking of There's that, a like, lot of people that are like, like Will Pol- like Will Poulter has a British accent too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There's so many people yeah. I never realized were British for the longest time. Like, I did not realize that uh, Charlie Hunnan from Sons of Anarchy was British until two years after the show ended. Is yeah. he British or is he Irish? He, uh, no, I think he's Irish. Yes. I think he's Irish. I don't remember, but yeah, he has yeah. an accent as well. Yeah, or, there's um, a lot of people who have accents, and it shocks me when I find out. Yeah, Christian Bale. That was one I never knew. Well, Christian. See, the thing about Christian Bale, and I actually learned this back when he did Batman. Christian Bale does all the promotion for his current film in the accent of the character of the film. Yeah, so that's what really mm-hmm. threw me off because, like, one of the things I really, I remember after, like, I started to know him more. Like, I realized I'd seen him in other stuff, like Reign of fire and shit back in the day but i just you know didn't know who the hell he was then speaking um, of do you know reign of fire takes place in 2020 yes no, so like, we're waiting for the dragons just waiting <laughs> just waiting uh it'll probably I, be your fault krista yeah probably you know I'd ride one <laughs> huh? Try to. yeah Try to. <laughs> at least i wouldn't have to deal with it for long like the situation i'd just be gone in, in a dragon's belly <laughs> yeah yeah you know be, at least be quick or you know you'd be fried alive into dust yeah oh man i think i'm gonna go rewatch. now that we're talking about dragons i think after this i'm gonna go rewatch the episode of game of thrones where uh daenerys and the dothraki finally attack the lannister forces and jamie's just standing there with his thumb up his ass like what do i do what do i do what do i do <laughs> i love that music in that episode oh my yeah. god that episode has the like best this, score. it's just like that like there's the really deep like cello as like the the, oh, the dragon it, comes over it's so good it's so good that's definitely something i need to get on vinyl because that soundtrack is just too goddamn amazing for me not to listen to regularly yeah that so, would be a good good vinyl. yeah they they really they really killed it with that one i gotta say 
All right, Steve, do you got any more board games, or are we going to start finishing up? Um, fuck Battleship. It was a terrible movie. <laughs> yes. It was that's, pretty that's, bad. I, I really can't remember that much from it because I saw it once when it came out. I didn't even know it was based on the board game until after I watched the movie, and it just instantly made me hate it more. The only <laughs> way that it was based on the board game was because the radar couldn't pick up the – aliens so they had to use a grid pattern that Noah and was it China or Japan developed together so that's the only way is that oh you B-12 you sank my battleship yeah Yeah. that was pretty bad that wasn't even like it wasn't even like witty how they tried to put that in I did like the scene where their ship got taken out and they had to go on one of the old battleships which are just big old punching bags of boats and they're like, how do we crew this thing? And then all of a sudden, these old-ass dudes come out and are like, we got you, fam. And, <laughs> like, I don't even remember this part of the movie. Oh, it was that. that's like the only part that I got a level of feels out of it. I'm like, these badass old dudes are about to shove a freaking 270 millimeter up this alien's ass. And I thought that was pretty cool. But again, the rest of it, eh. <laughs> I just remember yeah. Rihanna being in it. She was in oh. it. Yeah. God, she was in it. Oh. She's a pretty good soccer player in it, too. You don't oh, remember God. that part either, do you, Steve? No, no. I try to just block that movie out of my memory. That's fair. It's just it's, it's just fair. an hour and 45 minutes I'm never going to get back, and I really could use that probably. I don't know for what. I'd probably <laughs> watch Ready Player it, One. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, I'll find time for that. Don't worry. We're just going to text <laughs> you over and over again to watch it now. I'm pretty sure it's on like HBO right now or some shit. So I'm I think sure it so. Would be hard yeah. To find. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, we're gonna start finishing up. So, Steve, why don't you let us know where we can find you on the social spaces? Um, Twitter and Instagram, always collecting something, and also on Instagram, cinephile underscore Saturdays. Ooh, and Krista, what about Woo. you? I am on every social media now Yay! at, at Pink Room Gaming. It is everything has now been s- streamlined, and I am at Pink Room Gaming on every social media. I am so happy for you. Me I, too. I know it was a lot of work, but you will it be was so a lot happy. Of work, but I've been there. Th- those three <laughs> little letters took up so much space. <laughs> it, it really did. And oh, you're gonna look back on it and be like, why did I even have the, the in there? I don't know, but it's, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I mean, it, it literally took me like two and a half hours to log into every single thing and to oh, take this. And I don't know if you know this, but I have I have two bots on my Twitch channel. I have one that does all of my alerts that everything that pops up on the screen. And I have one that does everything in chat and like monitors chat and stuff. I had 40 commands that I had to go through because, oh, because I had to retype in my emote prefix. Mm-hmm. Because really? my emote Jesus. used to be like the 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 pin like the first like five letters or whatever and now it's like pink row like it's just like yeah I to, like change yeah so it's just like it, it took it took a long time but i'm so i'm so happy everything is streamlined now it's it's yeah i'm so happy i don't know what took me so long to do it <laughs> no i i'm so happy too because i i can be found everywhere as at disney adams yeah. and i used to be grizzly adams here disney adams here um yeah. fiesta fetus on xbox and i'm like you know what and it does it takes a lot of time but yeah. it is so much ni- nicer to have that brand just everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It was yep. super hard to change my Twitter over. Yep. And I've been, That's I've, all been I got. I've, I've been in Photoshop all day, just redoing my graphics. I'm going to have to wipe my merch shop and redo everything without the, the, but like, but I'm happy with it. I'm happy with it. I'm okay. I'm every, I'm great. Everything's I'm so happy with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. cheesing out over something so simple, but I'm really happy with it. <laughs> That's what happens as a content creator is because like we put a lot of work into this. Yeah. You put like, our I mean, how, how many hours do you put in a week? Just if you had to guess. I mean, stream alone is 15 hours and then yeah. I'm in streams and networking at least eight hours a day, you know, so I'm putting 50, 60, 70 hours a week into this. Didn't you just do 12 hours of streaming on your birthday? I did. I streamed for 12 and a half hours on my birthday. I, I feel like I feel like this week is going to be a little more than 15 hours for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guarantee I, I almost bet you hit like a day worth of streaming this week. Oh, I usually I usually hit about right about because I've been because I've been playing Pokemon and I've been so like enamored by it and I've been actually so streaming good. late. 
because um, I usually stream 8.30 to 1 a.m., and I actually had a couple 3 a.m. streams. Um, <laughs> so I was so into it. So I have been pushing past, like, 20 hours for the past couple of weeks, yeah. Man. Oh, yeah, there's there's often times where I will know when Krista stops streaming because I'll wake up and I'll have, like, a Snapchat from her at, like, 4 in the morning. <laughs> hey, the yeah. last one was pretty good. There was this giant slug in her front yard that she showed me that was, like, the size of, like, a fucking Deanna, like a sausage. It was literally yeah. the as length of her foot. Yeah. That's crazy. That's yeah. disgusting. Well, this is like, you don't realize too is even when you're not on stream, like you know, I I'm producing five shows right now, four shows. That's, that's what Steve I'm saying. Does. Like I like There's just so because much I'm not streaming, I am networking. I'm in Photoshop. I'm editing videos. Like I'm I'm thinking of new. Like I feel so bad for everybody in my Discord because my, I get so inspired, and everybody wakes up with like messages from me from like three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, because I just like <laughs> changed the entire discord upside down. And I just wanted to make sure everyone understands it. And please let me know what you think about it. And please, please, please react to this. And let me, like, and it's just like, it's like, you need to calm down and stop getting inspired at three o'clock in the morning. But that's what happens. It happens. You just get an idea and you're like, all right, let's do this. I've, I've yeah. spent some three, four o'clock nights just like completely revamping. When we redid all the logos, that's what happened. I was up, mm -hmm. I, I had a case of beer and nothing but inspiration and I went ham and I had, I had, a, I had a, 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 a thing of G Fuel and a four day weekend and I changed and my name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's, we really got to get finishing up here because I didn't realize how long I was letting yeah. that go. But uh, so if you guys liked anything you heard from this episode, make sure you head over to www.nerdcon1. Dot com, or you can search NerdCon1 anywhere you listen to podcasts except for iHeartRadio. Um, again, Krista is known as Pink Room Gaming. She is an awesome streamer, so please make sure you guys go over to Twitch and check her out. You can also check her out on Subscribe Facebook and other places. Like, like really, really good, good shit. Um, and it's it's what real nerds want to watch. It's not like that fancy crap. It's just oh, yeah. it's just down dirty gaming. This, this is this is this is exactly how I look like on stream too. So don't if if that's not what you're looking for, don't come in my chat complaining. Well, I was saying that, and then I'm like, this could come off as so offensive. And yeah, I'm like, and I don't mean it that way, but like, it really time. is. It's just it's just yeah. you're focused on the gaming, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, cause I don't need to see someone cook for four hours while they <laughs> talk about everything else. I just want to see gaming. Um, and anyway, thank you so much to GamerGoat for sponsoring this episode. If you guys want a 15% discount on any GamerGoat products, just go to www.gamergoat.com and use code all caps nerdcon one. And that is the number one. And that'll get you your 15% discount. They've got a lot of really great stuff. And unlike, uh, aforementioned other people and shows, they actually <laughs> have their own tumblers and that's fucking huge. Not to mention, I'm not talking about G Fuel. I'm talking about Pyre. Like, they yes, suck. They Pyre's awful. I can oh, say yeah, something no, no, now because no. we're, we're not sponsored <laughs> by them anymore. Uh, but GamerGo does not. And G Fuel can suck it because they're so popular. But <laughs> thank you so much, guys, for listening. We will talk to you next week. Oh, Cinephile returns this Saturday. Ah, yes, this Saturday. I had to take a break. Shit happens. Yep. <laughs>